it's Danny. It's Rocky. And welcome back to Dharma Dudes. Welcome back to Dharma Dudes. No, 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 no. Yes, no. So good. So good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Dharma Dudes. Uh, Rocky and I get into burnout today, not to be confused with Burning Man, which is two different things, but we talk about burnout. Yeah, I think it's something that happens to all of us at one point or another, whether you're a teacher or just a human being navigating life in this modern digital age. Sometimes it all starts to pile on and you wonder, do I have what it takes? Do do I? Yeah, no, but it, it was really interesting, too, before we got into, into the actual episode itself. We were really, you know, just having an honest conversation with one another about where we're at and how, you know, we're doing the most. And we we're like, well, we should probably talk about this for sure, because we're not the only ones going through what we're going through at this point. And I feel like a lot of people don't like to talk about it. So I'm really stoked that we got to talk about uh, burnout and, and kind of, you know, even maybe help uh, normalize the narrative around it, because it happens and I think it should be talked about. Yep, I agree. Hey, Rocky, hey, Rocky you know it's a great way to uh, to help out with burnout. Um, hose yourself down, cry in a hot shower. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on a retreat. You oh. got to retreat yourself. Retreat yourself, y'all, because you know what? You're worth it. You're worth it. I and just you know what's. I just go. can't like. I just don't know of any retreats that are happening or like. Where should I even go to figure out like more about this whole retreat thing you're talking about, Danny? Well, Rocky, it's so funny that you'd say that because I don't know if you remember, but we're actually hosting a retreat in Mexico. Mexico? I've never heard of it. It's Mexico. It's down oh, south. Yeah. I forget you're multilingual. It's this new place. <laughs> it's this new place. But no, yeah, we're going to go. Uh, we're hosting our, our uh, New Year's Eve retreat in Mexico. It's going to be five days of Danny and Rocky. Um, we're going to hang out, do some yoga. We're going to do some meditation. We're going to do some chanting. We're going to do some goal stuff. We're going to do some journaling. I'm we're excited. Do all the things that it takes to reset our nervous system and refresh our mind and reinvigorate our body and our spirit so that we can enter this new year not just not burnt out but with an increased capacity to make our dreams reality i want that i'm signing up <laughs> i don't know if there's space for you danny but <laughs> well i hope so <laughs> i'll make an exception if you guys want to sign up you can check out the link below in the show notes and rocky and i would love to have you heard Hey, one last thing, Rocky. You know what really helps the show out? Um, dedicating your practice to Dharma dudes. And burning some sage while you do it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. But also, you, you could leave a review on iTunes. Because when you leave a review on iTunes, it helps the show move up the ranks. And it tells people all about it. And although we would love to just do this out of the kindness of our hearts, the show's got to sustain itself. So when you leave a review, it's instant karma points. And you can exchange those karma points for a keychain, for uh, uh, Chuck E. Cheese tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Dharma Dude, sponsored by Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> so, anyway, leave a review on iTunes. And yes, uh, without further ado, here goes the show. Drum roll, please. No, 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 no. Rocky. 
Why do you always have to show me up? That's is that not how you pronounce your name? You it was a little the, the end. You just went a little too high, and it should have been just like one octave lower. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's like Daniel. Yeah, that's how you say my name. Okay, and now you feel like we're on equal playing fields. I mean, you're taller than me, so I don't know if we'll ever be equal. You know what I mean? Oh, but you're, you're just but you're big in spirit and heart. Oh, thank you. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome, Danny. I see you. I mean, I don't literally see you, but I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I see you. But because you're not in front of me, though, but like you're, you get me as a person and that kind of stuff like that. Yeah. Welcome oh, to Dharma Dance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a show we're doing. <laughs> you remember? Remember the show? So I have really exciting news for everyone listening to the show and you, Rocky. I haven't even told you this. Are you ready? Can I get a drum roll? <laughs> I upgraded my podcast studio and by upgrade, I don't know if it's an upgrade or a downgrade, but I'm now sitting on a kitchen floor in my apartment. What? Is that, that good? Is ex- that is exciting news. I'm glad I give you a drum roll for that. This, uh, I'm, I'm literally sandwiched between a stove and a fridge because it's a small studio apartment. <laughs> Gosh, Danny. <laughs> Let's see what we cook up today. Well, I have exciting news for you and okay. to all the listeners at home. Can I get a drum roll, please? How do you do a drum roll? Yeah, it's a drum roll is nya 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 nya. That's okay. Yeah, exactly. I still don't have a windscreen, (laughs) (laughs) but I now have my microphone sitting on four 10 pound uh, weight plates. So it's closer to my mouth. That's why you can hear the details in my voice and my articulations. (laughs) Should we jump into the show, Rocky? Let's jump right in. Splish splash. I'm burnt out. Let's, let's let's talk about it. I am burnt out. Can I share? Please, safe space. Okay. So thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think as teachers, we go through this. Well, there seems to be this cycle for yoga teachers um, that burnout often happens really fast. You get really excited. You start teaching all the things. And then by the end of it, you notice that you're teaching like 20, 30 things a week. And then poof, you just kind of fry out. Right. That's one like path to like the teacher burnout. I feel like that one happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Mine specifically is more like burnout as a human and burnt out in a little bit of everything. And that's not to take away from like my actual teaching right now. Like I'm actually really happy with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I am doing the most in life. And for the first time ever, I actually had to have like a conversation with me and being like, Pomploon, you're doing way too much. Like I've never, I mean, for anyone who's ever met me in person and, you know, I mean, Rocky can, which I haven't just, actually, right, right. We just pretend, um, we have pictures together, but that's Photoshop. Mm-hmm. You could, you could say that like, I, I, I am one of those people that thrives having a lot going on. Um, I would definitely say that. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, even moving into like this summer was one of the craziest summers I've ever had. Um, I think moving into it, you know, I had 
a lot that I was, you know, I had two festivals back to back. I was selling a, celebrating a, a birthday. I was moving into a new apartment and then Burning Man is happening. And not only did, you know, I start a camp this year, but I also have an art car that's going out there. And I had this big project I was working on and it just didn't, I, I what I normally could do, I think I just put one thing way too much and everything just started to feel like it was crumbling. And now here I am mm-hmm. talking with this beautiful nasally voice because I now have a cold because I'm sick. And I think my body is like, you're not going to slow down. So I'm going to make you slow down. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Sigh. Sigh. Well, I totally relate to all that. And I think, you know, I, I, I find that, you know, I spent the summer teaching in Europe and I always go through a little bit of a kind of culture shock coming back home because I live in Los Angeles and I find that when I talk to people out here and ask like, you know, how's it going? What are you up to? The typical response is like, oh my God, I'm so busy. I'm doing the most, like everything is going on right now. It's just crazy. It's almost like that's a, that's virtuous. Like that's it's because Rocky, you're only talking to me because I'm your only friend. Is that just you? <laughs> yeah. You, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I talk to my only friend, Danny, right. um, I get, I get that you know, it's almost like that just becomes the default response. Like it's rare that I talk to anyone. They're like, Oh yeah, everything's going really well. I have lots of free time. Like there's a really great balance between my like work life and my, my, my social life. And I mean, it's summer. So people are kind of going on vacation and, and finding time to play a bit, but then it always seems to come at a bit of a cost, like what you've been putting aside that now, you have to catch up on because you've been enjoying yourself. And I find that when I'm in Europe and I talk to people, um, I don't, not to say that people aren't busy or stressed or experiencing, you know, burnout in their own ways, but I don't, I don't hear this kind of like, I'm doing every single possible thing I can be doing almost like as a sign of success. It's almost like that is an indication that things aren't going so well. Right. Um, and I felt like I find that there's more of a prioritization of efficiency than there is in like an overabundance of work. And I think for, you know, for folks like us too, that freelance and that are entrepreneurs and, and running our own business, it is, you know, there's not an, an, obvious time where we check in and we check out, we have to kind of create those boundaries. And if you don't, if you're not careful, um, you know, the to-do list is never ending. So how do you as a teacher, as, as a human strike that balance of when enough is enough and when you need to push pause and take care of yourself? I think, you know, like one of the things that I was, um, yeah, oftentimes, you know, whatever I speak to in class is definitely something that's happening with me or what's going on. It's, you know, stuff that I need to, you know, hear for myself and also things that I think uh, the students would find valuable as well. And I, I talked about how, you know, yoga is this healing space and how, you know, whether people realize it or not, they're going in there to heal. And sometimes it's physical, you know, my back hurts. So I go to yoga sometimes, you know, oftentimes for me, it's my head hurts because I've got all the thoughts flying. And so that's why I go to yoga. And other times it's, you know, my heart hurts. So I'm going to yoga. And what I had realized was, you know, I was telling people all this stuff and, and 
I haven't been to like I hadn't practiced and I hadn't moved and like done like just an, a, even a physical, um, you know, practice. Not to mention like my meditation, my journaling that I'm like it's like my everyday life in like six days, and that's a big deal. That's a, that's. And I kept, you know, my excuse was I'm moving, I have to do this and I've got to do that. And, you know, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And I found what, every, what about this? Have you been doing this? Um, I did a little bit of this, but more of, more of that than You've this. Been doing a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. I've been doing a lot of that. So, um, but this is a judgmental freeze on though, right? Well, it's like this and like that and like this and, uh, that's what I always say. Ah, ah, got it. Continue. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, you know, and that may not sound like a lot. People go months, people go years, but for me, you know, a part of my my self care, a part of my check in, a part of my am I Danny, a part of my you know student first is practicing, is meditating, is journaling, is contemplation, is mantra. You know, it's yeah. these practices that really help me dial in and connect and. You know, here I was, you know, not doing any of the things because I had overloaded myself, Yeah. you know, because I wasn't, and granted timing could be, you know, you, there's, there's a plethora of excuses, you know, timing could have been different, you know, if, if one thing would have been next month, but the truth is it all happened now. And I said yes to all of it now. Yeah. And well, I, I think a lot of what we do as not just as teachers, but as practitioners of yoga is done in an attempt to increase our capacity. You know, we, 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 even just in a physical sense, like increase our range of motion and our strength and our ability to support ourselves at these increased ranges of motion. And then you link that metaphorically to, you know, what we're doing energetically. It's like increasing our tolerance, like how much stress, and I don't mean stress in like, I'm so stressed, like, like overwhelmed stress, but even, you know, when you, do a chaturanga like you're putting a certain amount of stress in your shoulders and your core and your wrists um and the more you practice the more you build up a tolerance to that stress so that you can sustain it and it's not something that uh breaks you but it's something that actually fortifies you right. and i see that as being true of all the practices whether it's pranayama or meditation or asana that we're we're working to increase the amount of information the amount of sensation of force that we can move through our bodies while maintaining equilibrium mm -hmm. and you know i see you as someone for sure that has increased your tolerance and increased your capacity to the point that you can and myself too that you know we can we can do things that for many people would would be overwhelming and and over overloading i mean traveling all over the place and standing in front of a room full of people and facilitating these practices and managing a business and in your case organizing a burning man camp and being responsible for so like that already is 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 quite over overloading and stressful for most and you know when you then fall back on the practices and the things that are actually helping you to sustain all of that, then yeah, for sure it, 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 it can pile up on you and, and, and you get sick or you get taxed or you get, you know, burnt out as the case may be. So I think it's sort of like the nature of the yoga that also causes us to feel like we can tackle more, but then sometimes in the tackling of more, the, the yoga that we are doing that allows us to uh, uh, manage all that starts to take a backseat. 
I hear that, you know, that's, that's always the, the kind of concern for people that step into the realm of teaching is not letting their personal practice, um, fall by the wayside because you're showing up for, for others, um, in a bigger way. Right. So what do you, what are your own personal, like, uh, either practices or check in, or what do you do when you feel yourself getting to this point? Well, I, sometimes I cry and <laughs> sometimes I reach out to other people, other friends that understand, you know, because I think part of it too is, is a lot of my friends, they, their, their description of what I do for a living is that I like, I travel around the world and I, I like go on vacation for a living and teach people how to relax. <laughs> so I don't always get a lot of empathy from, from, you it's know, exactly what we do. That's a, it's a right yeah. A nail right on the head. Yeah. So it's luxury. Um, so I don't, there's not always a, a profound appreciation for the, the complexity of what it is. It, you know, what it is that we, that we do and, and, um, what it takes to manage all of it. So having, uh, the understanding of other people, friends, um, colleagues, um, that, at the very least can just say like, I get it. It happens to all of us. It's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it goes a long way for me because I right. think there is sort of this assumption that everybody else. And I think part of what contributes to the burnout that we experience, at least for me is how inundated we are, not just as yoga teachers, but as people with the lives of other people, you know, you go on Instagram and Facebook or, you know, wherever, and, and you're seeing kind of the greatest hits of everybody's life. Um, and then, you know, you see, I see my colleagues like talking about their personal practice and all the things that they're doing to stay grounded and stable and settled. And if I'm in the midst of some, some chaos in mind, body or heart, as you say, then it's, it's, it, I just feel like we have such an increased opportunity to compare ourselves with others, which can, which can further exacerbate our, our sense of burnout or failure. Yeah, sure. So I think, you know, for me, just being honest, first of all, with myself and mm -hmm. with others and recognizing that I'm not alone is a big, a big first step. Um, and, you know, I think it's a good problem to have where perhaps, you know, in the beginning of my career and for some time throughout, like my strategy was to say yes to everything because you didn't quite know which path was going to lead to, to success or to greater opportunities. So you kind of spread yourself out pretty thin, um, and, and pursue every opportunity and to be in a place where now we actually have to learn sometimes to say no and say like, i actually don't have the bandwidth for that, um, is a good place to be, but it also, it takes some, some adjusting. Mm. So I think I'm learning, you know, I'm learning when it's okay to, to say no to certain things so I that mean, I can say yes to myself. Oh, Rocky. Yeah. That's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I, I find, I kind, I kind of find myself being, it's been a lot more recently than, than before, but just being like, does this make sense? And does this support the things that I want to do? for myself, like in life. Mm -hmm. And does it take away from me doing the thing that I love to do? Like, that's what's most important for me right now. Like, is it going to allow me the time and space to continue to do what I do? 
And, right. and is it going to be in support of that? And some of these small things that I say yes to and continue to do are quite the opposite. They're not going to do any of that. They're just, they just pull me away from the thing that I thought was going to be more important. It, it completely does a backtrack on it. Yeah. So it's now like weighing out those options and seeing, you know, what is going to work and what's not going to work. And is it going to, you know, it's, I guess just going back to like, what is it that I'm trying to do more of and are the other things supporting that? Well, and I think there's, you know, there's an aspect of achievement and of success, at least for me, uh, more so in my younger years um, where I wanted to show myself that I could do it. You know, a lot of the goals that I had for myself as as a teacher or as, you know, the other incarnations of my career, various careers, like I wanted to see what I was made of, you know, and to say, you know, some of the kind of uh, uh, pinnacles of achievement that I reached for as a yoga teacher was like, you know, leading teacher trainings or teaching a retreat or or teaching at a festival or teaching online, um, there was a part of me that thought I couldn't do it or thought I wasn't good enough to do that or I didn't have what it takes. And so once you kind of show yourself that you do, um, then I think something that I find myself faced with, if I'm being honest, is like, well, what is the what is the motivation to continue to do those things once I've shown myself that, yes, I can do it and it is fulfilling, um, but it's not necessarily a sustainable rhythm to be doing it nonstop or be just kind of maintaining that degree of hustle where you're traveling all the time nonstop and, and creating content all the time. It's like the part of what pulled me towards wanting to do those things was the mystery of like, is it even possible? And now that that answer has been achieved, then sometimes you look at, well, what's actually sustainable long-term? You know, I I have a friend that, that moved to Amsterdam a yoga teacher opened a studio has a, a cute place out there and teaches locally in the community and is you know as far as i can tell very fulfilled and has a much kind of sim- i don't want to say simpler but a much um quieter lifestyle than he did when he was here like kind of running around town and, and trying to do the most and you know i do think there's probably something in both of our constitutions that would likely be a little bit restless or maybe even bored if we were kind of doing the same thing every day and not expanding our reach in the way we are and so i think striking that balance between um following your own inner rhythm and that that drive and that ambition that you have but not so much so that you that you get burnt out and that you are always kind of chasing achievement but not actually finding contentment in in the moment because if i'm honest like the moments of my life where i feel the most content are not often the moments of of kind of elated over the top achievement it's usually the quieter simpler um um more grounded moments even moments when i'm in by myself i think things like meditation those practices i've experienced such joy and and fulfillment by myself in a room with my eyes closed that it's like what is it that pulls us to to work hard in in the direction of certain things when we've already tasted that fulfillment um more autonomously does that make sense yeah it's like why do you keep going for the other thing when you know that this thing over here is just just fine it's just enough yeah and it's like i don't know that you ever kind of land on it it's like when life is really quiet um 
after a while you kind of get bored and you want to stir things up and then when things get stirred up and they're really dynamic and busy you kind of want things to settle down a bit and i think that's just kind of the never-ending nature of this procritic <laughs> world of consequence like you just kind of have to swing the pendulum back and forth and, and enjoy the ride but i think getting to the point you know, where you are actually like in, you know, medical terms, like burned out, like where, you know, your, your mental, physical, emotional health, all just kinds, it starts to suffer, you know, together. I think that's the unhealthy part and being able to realize like when, you know, when that's actually happening to you, what to do and how to, you know, take care of yourself when, you know, or, or even when the signs start to come up, like, what do you actually do to take care of yourself there? Personally, mm -hmm. I don't have a, a great answer for that other than like, if I can't find something to do, even just like taking a nap, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like I have some, some go-to process that like heals burnout other than rest. I mean, I find that my, you know, people ask like what my daily yoga practice looks like. I mean, I, I do a lot of diverse types of movement that for most people probably look like working out. I mean, I lift weights, I do calisthenics, I do yoga poses, I do like mobility work. I think as someone that is teaching a lot of yoga, um, I find my body going through the motions of a lot of asana practices on a daily basis, even if it's not my personal practice. So when I am at home and I decide to practice yoga asana by myself, it usually looks like restorative. You know, it's usually me on bolsters and props in a room with like classical music on, like doing what I can to calm my nervous system because I feel like um, that is the most nourishing thing for me that balances out the rest of my life. Sure, and sure. sometimes I even say like, if I'm, you know, like I just led five weeks of a, of a, of teacher training back to back uh, as the only teacher, like my yoga practice on most days looked like not doing yoga and you know it looked like the other aspects of 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 uh, the of yoga like pranayama meditation journaling reflection like things that actually nourish me as opposed to things that ask more of me right um and i think that for me that it's a moving target i've never been the kind of person that's had like i mean i've i've gone through seasons of my my life where like I've done the Ashtanga practice or I've, I've attempted to do the same thing every day but I've quickly found like nothing else about my life is consistent in that way that I have to let my practice be adaptive I understand. Um, to meet me to meet me where I'm at but you know I heard um, I think it was I'm quite compelled by Mar Marianne Williamson who's, who's running for president and I like a lot of the things she has to say. And someone asked her recently, like, do you, do you find yourself getting burnt out? Like on the campaign trail? And she said something to the effect of like burnout happens when what you're doing is only coming from you. If what, if what you're pulling from is a more, um, it, like if kind of, if you find yourself sort of answering the call of what needs to be done, um, and it's not just about you, it's about something bigger than you, then that energy sustains you and and fulfills you and nourishes you and energizes you to continue to put in the work. So you might get tired, but you don't get burnt out because you're you're tapped in and you're inspired to this higher calling. And so sure. I think when I find myself getting burnt out, I do try to check in and say, like, am I really going with not going with the flow in the sense of like doing what's the easiest thing to do, but am I going with the flow of like what feels like my dharma 
or am I trying to force things? Am I trying to push things in a direction to validate myself or to achieve something that seems unachievable or, you know, and I, I think to me, burnout is a little bit of a sign that I'm not operating in the most efficient way. And so whether it's, whether it works or not, I, I tend to just stop and try to, to course correct and do the things that I know hook me back into my own flow. And sometimes it, it doesn't, it looks like procrastination. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's <laughs> yeah. a, there's like a card of like a, a deck of like, you know, inspirational quotes and stuff. And it said something like procrastination is a form of intuition. So it's self care. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like if, if, if the timing doesn't feel right to like push and forge ahead, um, I oftentimes stop and wait for the timing to feel, to feel better. And it can feel a little like excuses. It can feel a little dicey, but, um, it's really hard for me. We were just talking about this, like off air. It's, it's hard for me to kind of push things forward if it doesn't feel inspired. Yeah. I, I guess sometimes I can, I feel that. And then I also have this worth ethic. That's just like, it's got to get done. If I said I was going to do it, I got to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's different when you have, you know, when you have people relying on you and you have commitments. I mean, I, I don't mean to say like, just throw your hands up in the air and, and wave them like you just don't care. I, that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, I would never say that. What do you, <laughs> what, what do you do? What do you do, Danny, when you find yourself burnt out? Besides I, get sick and, and <laughs> I developed a, uh, a bad habit for LaCroix. Um, it's my, uh -huh. new, favorite, it's my new favorite thing. Uh -huh. Um, and I just drink them nervously until I, <laughs> no, I, I, I think, you know, I, I know I am one of those people that, that does really well under, you know, under fire. I love being, I don't say, I, I wouldn't say I love doing the most. That's not my favorite, but I love you know, I love doing what I do. It keeps me active and motivated and whatnot. But I, I don't think, you know, I've ever really experienced burnout like I have physically right now and how I have mentally, like where it's not that I was, uh, I just could, I did, I put too much on my plate. That was it. I just mm -hmm. said yes to too many things and thought I could do them all and realized I, for the first time in my life, like, well, I can't actually do all these things at the same time. <laughs> and, I'm only laughing because you said for the first time in my life, like that's amazing to me. <laughs> You've made yeah. it. This is the first, seriously, this is the first time ever in my life where I've been like, you're this is it's too much this time, like forever, you know, and it, had it not been for like the move, I would have been okay because that's, you know, moving is super stressful. Even the excitement, I think few people forget about of moving is stressful. Yeah. It's stressful on the body. Yeah. So, you know, right now what it looks like, like what do I do when I get there right now? I'm in the middle of, you know, I, I still have to, you know, do all the things that I do. Um, I, I mean, I don't have to, I choose to do all the things that I do and I'm, you know, running a burning man camp. So I'm trying to take some time off while I can to, to rest and heal and to, you know, let my, my cold go away and, you know, and, and trying to maybe pass a couple things on that people can really help out and, 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 you know, like I've really started to in the last few days, just really lean on a few different people to be like, Hey, I, I need help with this, this, and this. Cause if I don't rest, I'm not going to be able to follow through on any of these things, period. If I'm just sick, I'm going to be sick. So, yeah. Well, and I also, I think you're probably like me too, in the sense, like if I, if I get, 
if an email is sent to me, you know, I am aware that I have or haven't responded to that email until I have, you know, like right. if I tell someone I'm going to reach, reach out to you, you know, by Friday and I, and I don't, I'm very much aware of that. And yet when I look at, um, the amount of people that kind of on the flip side of that, that say, Oh, I'll get back to you, you know, by Friday and they don't, um, I feel like I, I, I sometimes hold myself to a more rigorous account than, than, than others. It's like, um, I'm, I'm so, it matters so much to me that I follow through on the things that I say I'm going to do that, um, I've had to learn to, to perhaps amend my commitments so that I don't constantly feel like I'm disappointing myself or others when I can't reasonably achieve them. Um, but I also realize how forgiving I am of other people if, if they fall behind on their commitments to me, cause I understand so I guess what I'm saying is like, I think we're probably people too that hold ourselves to a higher standard than we even expect other people to uphold with us. Right. Um, and you know, part of self care, I think for me is also being realistic with myself and, and, and not being, someone said once, like it's, it's sort of a sign of arrogance to imply that you need to be the only person in the world that's perfect and everybody else is off the hook. Right. And, <laughs> Uh, it took me a while to kind of understand that, but I realized like I, recognizing my flaws and, re- and giving myself permission to fail sometimes and um, uh, understanding that I, I no one person can do it all. And if you try to, that like, good on you, but don't be so hard on yourself if you can't. Like just being gentler with myself, I think, um, and, and recognizing in the, in, the, in the trajectory of my life, like really... And not to say I haven't gone through my hardships and my failures and, and experienced loss and, and grief and all these things, but everything really does always, the trend is that everything seems to work out, you know, and I do on a fundamental level, I understand that everything not always will work out, but everything is always working out. You said that to me, you know, earlier today in a text. And, um, I, I do have a, 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 a certain level of faith in that that is unshakable, even when the details of life seem chaotic. And I think if you can, if, if, if you can hold on to that, um, and let the details kind of play out as they will, sometimes the chaos does shake loose opportunities for improvement, Mm -hmm. um, or there's lessons in that. And, and, you know, it's not always, the path is not always as, as stable as we might hope for it to be. But, you know, I, at least that's what I'm, that's what I'm banking on. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. Yeah. It's being a little bit kinder with ourselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky, thanks for listening to me talk about me being burning out or burnout burner. <laughs> I don't see. That's just, <laughs> what are is, you thanking me for? This is the, I'm thanking you for thanking me. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for thanking me for thanking you. I mean, it's thank you. And then also listening to me hear or say things about burning out. Why the, the words are hard? Are you on cold medicine right now? <laughs> I am actually. Oh, okay, there you go. Let's, we should say that at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I should have taken some too, just for fun. Like cold medicine pals. Mm. Well, mm. it's fitting. It's mm, mm. It's, mm, it's fitting that um, you would be experiencing burnout in preparation for a burning man. Man, oh God, that word just is triggering right now. Burning man is a trigger. <laughs> 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 well, you know, you have 
for the listeners, if any of you have gone to Burning Man, you understand what it takes to manage and navigate a trip to the playa, but certainly add on top of that, starting a camp, which I had the pleasure of doing some years ago. And um, it is a lot of, of work and responsibility and um, planning and organization. So kudos to you, Danny, for um, all that you do on not even including this at Burning Man endeavor. So throwing that in the mix, um, permission to be a little burnt out and much respect for your capacity, even if it's being tested a little bit at the moment. Thanks, Rocky. And I feel like we should probably do a Burning Man follow-up episode on the next Dharma Dudes. Okay. <laughs> like, like Scorched. Scorched. I like Scorched. That's the name of the episode. Yeah. Post, Dharma Dudes, Dharma Dudes come back. Scorched. Yeah. Well... Until the next Dharma Dudes episode. Stay calm, is, breathe deep, all is well. But, and if you do, it's okay. You're not alone. Stay off social media for a bit. <laughs> Take care. Be kind to yourself. Be kind, rewind. <laughs> this is Rocky and Danny saying peace, peace out. out. Peace. Wow.